Holy. Be Holy is a broadcast ministry of believers dedicated to saving the souls of all men and women. We teach the words of God that people all over the world may hear the voice of God and obey Him. God doesn't want to show us His wrath or His anger. He just wants us to repent and be holy. And after one repents, he or she can be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, but certainly not before they repent. Listen, we really can't even discuss prayer until one repents. Yes, hell is making its way towards the unrepentant heart, but it is Be Holy's commandment and mission to warn everybody, not to control, to warn. The Word of God is spirit and it's life. That's why we take the Word of God seriously. We're not using shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We're not trying to trick anyone or change the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all those who are honest and live by truth. They know the truth. They realize that we are telling the truth. Listen, friend, we've been preaching and teaching for over 20 plus years and the Lord Jesus is satisfied with our efforts and we want to keep it that way. Next on Be Holy. We're going to talk about praying for others today. Praying for others. Be holy. All right, listen, we want to welcome everybody back to Be Holy. We're glad that you're with us on today. Today's a splendid, wonderful, beautiful. It's not as cold, but it is a good day and God made it that way. I don't know what the temperature is where you're listening, but listen, God has made all the day good. It's all good. Just go ahead and thank him now and march on. <laughs> march on. Listen, God is good. Is he good or not? Is he? Yes, he is. He's good. He's better than good. Always been good. Going to be good tomorrow. Going to be good next week. He has all this mercy ready and waiting for us. Ready and waiting, ready and waiting. Listen, take now, take the time in, uh, to, to take full advantage of God's mercy. And listen, he already forgave your sins. And the one scripture we talked about, he already paid for your freedom. He already paid for it. He already paid for your freedom. So why would you stay in slavery? I mean, he's already paid for your freedom. You're already free. Why do you keep going back to slavery? You don't have to go back. You don't have to go back. You don't have to go back. Now listen, you can change today. As we always tell you, you can change today. You can follow God today because he's already purchased your freedom. He's already he's already washed away your sins. You know, it's already done. There's nothing we can pay to get it done. I saw something on social media earlier today where it was talking about a man came into the office of a, a pastor. This is a uh, satire and so the man walked in the office of the pastor and the pastor says what's wrong he said well I sinned and this that and other he said that's alright you know you can pay for your sin you know you can pay for it you know and all that and he went to tell him about paying for this and paying for that and this cost for this and when you do this it's a cost for that I'm just so glad that that is not the real case because listen we'd all be broke We'd all be broke trying to pay for all those sins. So I'm telling you, it's already paid for. It's already taken care of. Take full advantage. Take full advantage of it. So <clears throat> we're going to read today. Go to Colossians chapter one. And this is a letter that uh, Paul's writing to the, I guess it's to the Colossians. The people of Colossae. And uh, he writes a few little things here that I think we can really learn from. Okay. Uh, verse number six, Colossians one, verse six, this same good news that came to you is going out all over the world, the, you know, cause this group of people, they're supposed to be, uh, Gentiles, I guess, you know? And so 
the very same good news that came to them is going all over the world. All over the world. So it didn't change. And even made its way over here to the United States. Even from back then. How many ever years ago it was. That same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives. Just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. The very the very thing that I was talking about on the intro. You can change. Your sins have been forgiven. Don't go back to slavery. Start chasing after God instead of chasing after the things that you want in this world. I'm not saying that you can't have anything, but make God a priority and then watch how he adds things to you. All right. Verse number seven. You learned about the good news from Epaphras, our beloved co-worker. He is Christ's faithful servant and he is helping us on your behalf. He has told us about the love that for others that you have, that the, that the Holy Ghost has given you. He's told us about it. Hmm. He has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. So I guess the love for others, the Holy Ghost has to give it to us. You know, you, you can try to love people the way you think you need to love them. But really, the Holy Ghost is the one who's going to give you all the insight of how you're supposed to love people. And then give you that drive to love people. Verse number nine. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Notice he didn't say we pray that he give you a Bible. We pray that God would give you a Bible. I'm sure they had enough scriptures. Somebody could get scriptures for them. But the knowledge that they needed had to come directly from God. Sure, we want the Bible. Sure, the Bible's true. Great. But we're going to listen to God first. God is the one who has all the knowledge. The Bible didn't have all the knowledge. And if it does have all the knowledge, it's still hidden from us. You get it? So the things that we really need to know, God has to give them to us. That's the spiritual knowledge. It comes only from him. It don't come from a book. It doesn't come from another person. It comes from God. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge, complete knowledge, complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Remember how I talked about in Luke chapter 24, I talked about this the other day, how Jesus had to open their understanding so that they might understand the scriptures. Hmm. God has to open your understanding so that you can understand the scriptures. You can read all day. You can go to Bible studies. You can go to college. You can do all these things and get whatever it is that those teachers and instructors want you to have and want to teach you. But the true knowledge of God comes directly from him. All the true wisdom comes directly from him. And he's praying for them to receive these things. He's praying that they get the knowledge. He's praying that they get the spiritual wisdom, that they get the understanding. Hmm. Verse number 10. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. 
and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. Your life will produce good fruit. The way you live. Hmm. Verse number 10 again. Then, then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. You will grow as you learn to know God better and better. Mm. All of that is what they're praying for. Now, when was the last time you prayed that a new believer received all of this or that even old believers received all of this? Praying for others. This is another subject matter to pray for. You're praying for the knowledge of those people. You know, a lot of times we pray for uh, God to heal them, God to, to, to protect them and this, that, and the other. And that's still good. Add this into it. Lord, we're, we're praying for their wisdom. We're praying that you give them wisdom. We're praying that you give them understanding. That you might give them complete knowledge of your will. Hmm. Praying for other people. Hmm. And then verse number 10, it says again, all the while, the second part of verse 10, all the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. I want to grow. I want to grow. Well, you're going to grow only as you learn to know God better and better. I just want to have faith like so-and-so. So-and-so's got this kind of faith. I want to I want to live like them. You will grow as you learn to know God better and better. Now, that should take all the stress off of you. Because the longer you live, the more you know about God, the more you learn about God, the more you're going to grow. Hmm. Verse number 11. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so that you will have all the endurance and patience you need. A lot of people don't have endurance and patience because we don't we don't pray for them to have it. Hmm. This is the apostle uh, praying for people through a letter saying, I'm, I'm telling them, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for this. I'm praying for that. And he didn't have to write it, but God made somebody write it and put it down for us, for us to read. These, these things are written for us to learn by and listen. We're not just memorizing the story. We're not just memorizing the characters. We're going to sit there and read the story, find the principle. And then God will open up the understanding of all of that to us. We're supposed to be a house of prayer. Yet, a lot of times we don't pray for anybody. We're supposed to be people of prayer. But a lot of times we don't pray for anybody. Even when they're standing in front of us and asking us to pray for them. We'll say, oh, I'm going to pray for you later. And sometimes you don't have time. I, okay, but... So soon, sometimes you should be able to stop what you're doing and pray for people. I was telling everybody yesterday, I said, hey, remember this person, remember that person. We're going to close out in the benediction, get the, the last moments of the service, you know, any kind of announcements or whatever and benediction. And I told him, I was saying, hey, remember this person, remember that person, remember this person, remember that person. Somebody yelled out, hey, my sister, this, that and the other. 
I said, well, let's add her to it. Let's remember her too. Matter of fact, let's just stop right here and let's start praying. So <clears throat> what I'm telling you is this. A lot of times don't wait to pray. Pray right then. Pray right then. Hmm. May you be filled with joy. Always thanking. This is verse number 12. Always thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people. Who live in the light. His people. It's not neither Jew or Greek anymore. It's his people. Verse number 13. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. Mm. Verse number 14. Who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Hmm. Think about that. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. Our Be Holy podcast is at Podbean or contact us at beholy116 at gmail.com or 614-268-7757. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. And for your convenience, you can now text the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. Again, the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. And we thank you for your support. Be holy.